You're listening to Inside Lebo, a podcast giving you an inside look at Mount Lebanon, Pennsylvania, hosted by Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans and Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. Hello and welcome to Inside Lebo. I'm your host, Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans. And I'm Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. So it is a big day for us. We're celebrating Inside Lebo's one year anniversary. Yay, how about that? (laughs) It's hard to believe. Yeah, it's hard to believe 27 episodes and over 2,000 downloads later, it's definitely a good reason for us to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. So Ian, one year ago, you came to me whenever I was starting this role, a little over a year ago, and said you wanted to start a podcast. What was going on in your mind whenever you thought of that? So that's a great question. Um, I think that the idea in my head was just trying to come up with other ways to get information out there to people about what the municipality is doing and what's going on behind the scenes. And at the time, we were working on developing our new municipal website. So I was trying to think of ways that we could beef up the website with additional information because people aren't always going to take the time to go read a whole web page or they may not even be able to watch a video if they're driving in the car or something like that but if you have a podcast that you can just listen to and people listen to podcasts when they're commuting whether it's driving or taking the tea or riding a bike whether it's on a commuter for exercise or when they're out walking or running so it's another way to get municipal information out there that people can consume at times where they're not able to focus their eyes on either a screen to read or a you know screen to watch a video or something like that right i love that people are as you said consuming information a lot differently these days too and they're they're looking for the video they're looking for the audio only they're looking for all of that it's not just about print anymore which breaks my former print journalist's heart but um, we're really trying to find every way to get out there to our residents to let them know what's going on here um when you thought of this you know what, what were some of the ideas that came to your mind about what you wanted to discuss on this so honestly my thought was initially at least to take some of the things that we talked about in our discussion sessions that the commission has every second and fourth tuesday prior to their voting meetings and you know they're available online for people to watch you can either watch live via the zoom webinar format or watch them later on our website or youtube channel but some of those presentations um based around things like how we do leaf collection, how we do snow removal, things like that, that people may not want to go back and search through a bunch of videos to find, but are useful information that has applicability year after year after year, because we do leaf collection, we do snow removal, it's these normal things that happen. And we've done a lot of episodes on those kind of topics so far that they served as a great first season for us on the podcast, but I think also can serve in perpetuity for resources to point either residents to or potentially new board members or new commissioners to if they have a question on, oh, how does leaf collection work? Well, you can either read all this information or listen to this 15 minute podcast we did with Public Works Director Rudy Sukel. I think, you know, that's great. I think that's what we've been trying to do in the PIO office a lot is, you know, give ways to, to learn all these things. We have the How To Lebo videos as well. And I found with those as well as this, that we can bring them back the next year. You know, like the library is looking for people to sign up for library cards. We can bring that back the next year and people are gonna, it's the same time, same month, all of that. So there are, there are topics that are really 
ongoing, I guess, is the best word for it. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they can kind of survive uh, moving forward that you're not just doing a time capsule in the moment, right. that you know the videos on how to use the new parking meters or how to use the library's um, you know, checkout boxes that are outside the doors that you can pick up stuff at any time. You can go watch those videos and assuming we don't replace any of that infrastructure will be the same how to do it five years from now as it will be today. And in a community like ours, where we turn over five to six hundred households a year, um, you know, with our home sales, we get a lot of new residents every Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Having those resources for them out there to learn about how to do things in the community or how things work in the community is a, a great resident resource as well. Definitely. So the mission of Inside Lebo was really to provide an inside look at the happenings in our municipal government and to supply information about important topics that matter to our residents. Yeah, I hope we've been able to do that and be, you know, kind of hit that thread the needle of being fun and entertaining and informative at the same time. Um, we like to have a very conversational style here on the podcast. So we had some people who were a little nervous coming in uh, to our show, and uh, but I think we had a lot of fun. They always doing warmed it. up. They really did. They would warm they up did. after a while, right? Because yeah. it's very natural. You just start talking about what you're passionate about and what you care about, and. Um, you know, some of the people we talked with, you know, the crossing guards, and you could just tell how passionate they were about what they did and the work they do with the uh, young people in the community and helping them get to and from school and the relationships they develop, that th that passion really just comes through once you get them talking about it. Absolutely. And I think we have so many people passionate about their jobs in this municipality and their roles in the community that, you know, we've been able to tap into that. And maybe they don't have other ways to share that with people. And so now people can see a little bit about them from behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, We've also been able to uh, kind of be a introductory platform for some new people that have come on board. Last year, shortly after this time, we had a new commissioner come on board. So yes. we had an episode on um, how to apply for that commission opening, which was in Ward 3. And then we did an interview with Ann Swagger Wilson, who was appointed to fill the vacancy that happened in Ward 3 when Leanne Foster resigned from her position. Um, so we were able to do that and have a nice conversation with Commissioner Swagger Wilson. And we also last year appointed a new police chief and we're able right. to have a conversation with him on the show. So we've also been able to use the show to kind of help introduce um, some new people in the municipality to the public, you know, an elected official and a, a very high ranking department head. Definitely, for sure. I love all of the different roles that this has served. So talking about the top 10 most popular podcasts, we had 27 total. And again, more than 2000 downloads, which is insane to me. Um, we certainly appreciate everybody out there who's yes, listened to our do. show. And I swear they're not all me listening 1000 times. Um, they might be my parents, but you know. Um, so any ideas, any guesses what the most popular podcast was? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. What was it? It was the library speaker series. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Our library folks were very into this. Yeah. For and, sure. And that was a cool one, too, because that was the one where they unveiled who their guest speaker was going to yes. be this year, um, that they brought in Colson Whitehead. And so that had been like a complete secret, even to us, before, until right before we they wouldn't recorded tell us. the episode. They actually wouldn't tell us, right? Yeah. We were trying to find out so we could prepare, and they weren't telling us. And we're like, oh my gosh, who is it? But yeah. it was a great guest, and it was so exciting to hear that on our podcast um the second most popular episode was actually our inaugural episode and our guest on that was none other than ian <laughs> i am continually surprised that people like listening to me talk but 
<laughs> you do a good job of explaining things. And that one was on the comprehensive plan. So you've been making a lot of progress in the comprehensive plan, right? At mm-hmm. some point, we'll probably come back with more on that. But give us a little update while we're, we're here. Yeah. So um, we have completely wrapped up the um, sort of public input phase of the process. Our consultants right now are taking all that public input and uh, synthesizing it into recommendations. We've had a first initial draft of recommendations that came through and was reviewed by department head staff office chiefs internally, as well as some focus groups made up of key stakeholders in the community. There is a mandatory 45-day public review period for any comprehensive plan update that happens. So we're targeting doing that around the end of October so that then we can have that 45-day public comment review and hopefully adopt the new plan Um, in either December or January. And that's a 10-year plan that kind of sets the goals not only for the municipality, but also for the community, because it really is the community's comprehensive plan of saying this is where we want to go over the next decade. So it's really exciting for us to be approaching the end of this process. And as part of that project, uh, we're also working on a new municipal slogan. Yes, I've heard. Ooh. Yes. So our- I can't wait for that one. It's really exciting. Maybe that's a future podcast. It might be. And we will have some some opportunities to kind of get some public feedback on that too during that review period as well. So um, right now we have our prime consultants is Pashik MTR. They're a firm out of the north side of Pittsburgh. They're excellent at this. And um, Yard and Company is their sub-consultants that's working on the uh, municipal slogan. So for those that might not know, our current slogan is a community with character. Um, And that was uh, adopted, I think, around the late 90s, early 2000s timeframe. And, uh, you know, we all kind of felt through both municipal staff and people that we talked to within the community, our focus groups, that it was time for an update of that. So we are not updating the municipal logo. The green and white cedar leaf logo is staying the same. And we um, love that. Yes, we do. And actually, that segues into another thing. I'm going off on a tangent here. But um, the the episode we had with the PIO summer interns, where yes. the one intern uh, talked about the story she did on the history of Mount Lebanon and um, the cedar trees and Reverend Clo- Reverend Cloakey and all that. Um, that's a great episode that uh, people should go back and listen yes, to. Yes, I it. love that. And that story has still not run. So that will be coming up in Mount Lebanon Magazine um, in the next several months, I'm sure. Yes. Um, so keep an eye out for that. So yes. Just to wrap up the comp plan topic after my little tangent, <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the comp plan will have a public review period. We'll have ways for the public to give feedback through the website. So um, keep your eyes peeled. There'll probably be a discussion uh, session topic in front of the commission where we present a high level summary of the draft recommendations, probably late October timeframe. And then that'll be available for the public review from the end of October through mid-December. And if you want to learn more about the beginning of the comp plan, go back and listen to our episode from September 16th, 2022, our inaugural episode describes everything about that. So, um, and then following from that, our next popular episode, number three was, you know, this collection leaf collection. Uh, Yeah. That's that's the one that has continual applicability and coming soon to a street near you is once again, leaf collection because, uh, the, you know, the trees are going to start dropping their leaves soon. And, uh, it's that fun time of year where public works comes around and, uh, you know, uses the leaf vacuums to suck up all the leaves and then takes them off to be composted. And I was recently talking with public safety and they were saying, 
be careful. If there are piles of leaves on your street, do not park your car on top of them because it can catch fire. So that's just a good reminder for all of us too, while you're sweeping those leaves out there. And don't let your kids jump in the piles if they're on the street because yes. you know people do drive through the piles. Maybe don't try try not to drive through the piles, but yeah. if you do, um, don't let your kids out in the street in the piles and don't park on them. Also, that's not like the softest surface underneath a leaf right. pile to jump on. Right. Like you would think you'd want something softer right. if you were jumping. I don't know. Those were some of the tips they said, and I thought that was a great, those are, great reminder for us, yeah. right? Those are two excellent tips. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So the fourth most popular one was one you've already mentioned, the police chief, Jason Haberman, introducing him to the public and the community. The fifth one was crossing guards. That's an important one because of how visible they are in the community. And obviously that episode, you could really tell from talking with Sharon Croner, who um, you know kind of runs the guard operation. And um, we had a crossing guard on the show as well to talk about um, you know just everything that goes into being a guard. And you could really see how much they cared about the safety of the students within the community and helping them get to and from school and the relationships yeah. they develop that um, you know they, they really get to know all the kids in the neighborhood that go through their intersections. and it's really cool to see and if anyone out there is ever interested in being a crossing guard you could a listen to our episode about what goes into it but also b they are continually accepting applications at the police department um, or through the municipal website for crossing guards we are always in need of more so feel free to send in an application if you're ever interested in being a crossing guard absolutely and when you said about passion before that was the podcast that came to mind because when we talked to the the crossing guard she was so passionate about her job and she really cared and she wanted to help people and i really loved hearing her passion for the job um, and then okay so our sixth most popular one is also tied with our eight well eighth most popular one um, we re-released um, on well on July 21st we released the Uptown Unveiled podcast with Eric Milliron and then on August 4th right before the big event we re-released it and that was our sixth most popular episode Wow so that one, I, I wonder just off the top of my head if we had combined the two numbers, I'm wondering the same thing too. If it would be number one. Um, <laughs> but that was obviously a long-term project that uh, drew to conclusion and we had a very, very successful public event. Um, so I'm very happy to see not only that you know people responded well to the podcast, but the crowd we had out here that day was fantastic. We had good weather. We did the ribbon cutting. It all went very smoothly. People enjoyed their time in the new street. And you know every time I'm up here in the evenings, it just looks fantastic that now that everything is done you can see the full design vision of the street with you know the interior lighting and the planters and how everything just looks and feels very warm and welcoming to the district yes it's beautiful but especially at night like you said really if you're looking to to get a good view of uptown right now come at night really those those lights and the planters and all of that really just make it glow and it's a beautiful view um, and then our seventh most popular one was, go right ahead. Building permits? Building permits. Yes. <laughs> so that one, uh, talking with our building inspection office, Rodney Sarver, our chief inspector, Josh Meyer, um, who's also a building inspector, they uh, talked a lot about the process for obtaining what you need a permit for, what you don't need a permit for. Obviously, if anybody ever has any questions, call the building inspection office and talk to them before you do anything um, just to see because it's always easier to ask at the beginning if you need a permit than to have your job shut down because you needed a permit and didn't get one so that's a very important thing and a lot of people do home renovation projects here we're a right. mostly built out community so a lot of the i'll say quote unquote new development that happens is people making renovations to their existing homes people adding additions on most of our community was developed between the 1920s and 1960s 
maybe into the 70s a little there bit for certain homes. neighborhoods yeah. but yeah we have some older homes a lot of people do home renovation right. projects and it's continually a good sign that people want to invest in the community want to invest in their homes um that that shows a, a good indicator of the strength of our community that people want to be here and want to make those investments into their properties absolutely and you mentioned you know if you're you're doing a renovation to call them that was something that has stood out to me for almost every guest we've talked to they always say, give me a call. Here's my phone number. Call me. Talk to me. I will talk to you. And I really found that all of our guests were so interested in talking to the community. If the community has any questions at all, just call them. They would blurt out their phone number as soon as they could, uh, blurt out their email. You know, they really want to be contacted by the residents if they have any questions because they want to be there to help them. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. I think every episode we did, someone listed their phone number yes. or email address or the best way to get in contact with them. So it was really cool to see that. We do have a very uh, public service oriented municipal staff and that goes across all departments, police, fire, public works, inspections, all that. Um, you know, Public service is always at the top of our priorities and making sure that we're doing a good job um, serving our residents and our community. And I think that's a, a hallmark of Mount Lebanon, even down to the fact, many people may not realize this, but a lot of places that you call like municipalities businesses you have to go through a phone tree just to talk right, to somebody right you call mount lebanon you get a person to talk to absolutely and there's always when we're in the office there's always a person answering the phones um that you get no matter to talk what to department you're calling too yes yeah yeah you you call here there's not a phone tree it's you talk to a person and they may forward you on to somebody <laughs> else but you know you always get to talk to a person when you call the municipality yes absolutely i love that um and okay so we talked about the eighth most popular the ninth most popular was Outreach Teen and Family Services. You wanna talk a little bit about that one? Yeah, that was a very interesting one. Outreach provides some great service to the teens and families in our community um, with the mental health services that they offer. And I think one of the key takeaways there, and people can go back and listen to the episode that we did with Mary Burks, and she's great, um, that I think people may not realize that because Mount Lebanon Municipality designates some funding every year towards outreach uh, residents have the ability to get a couple counseling sessions for free uh, from the get-go or at reduced prices um, so i think that's a, a great community service i know the municipality believes very heavily in what outreach does and the value that they provide to the community and we continually give them funding every year because we feel that the service they provide improves the quality of life overall in the community Definitely, for sure. I come from, you know, other parts of the South Hills, and I didn't know anything like outreach existed until I came here and moved here. And it's incredible, seriously, to have those services, to have a municipality that actually offers those services is huge. It's not something you can find in most communities. So I think that's a one of the things that makes us special here in Mount Lebanon. Um, Okay, and the 10th most popular episode was... The Summer Fun episode that we did earlier this year where we talked about all the offerings throughout the summer from recreation programs and everything else that was happening. Um, that's obviously one that, you know, people, once they get off of school and have some more free time for work, summer vacations are always looking for things to do in the community. And one of the things I love personally about Mount Lebanon, one of the reasons I chose to move here, um, you know, over a decade ago was that I felt like it was a community that had offerings for all people of all ages and all ability levels that, you know, if you were a 
expert tennis player, you could go find you know a tennis league to play in. If Absolutely. you were an amateur golfer, you could find something to do. If you just wanted to go hang out and sit by the pool and just put your feet in the water, there's a zero depth entry area, which is you know very common with parents of young kids. But once again, you know all ages, all ability right. levels. There's offerings for everyone here. There is so much to do here. I also oversee the Lebo Life blogs, and if you are looking for those, go to lebomag.com. But we have a new blogger who has just recently moved to Mount Lebanon, and she's been exploring it, and it's amazing to see through her fresh eyes of someone who's coming from another community all of the things you can find. You know, if you're looking to go have drinks and food outside on an outdoor patio, there's like 10 options in Mount Lebanon and they're all different and they're all fun, different vibes. You know, if you're looking to play pickleball, we've got pickleball courts. If you're looking for this or that, we have pretty much, like you said, everything. I mean, if you're a senior citizen, want to do some yoga, you know, I mean, I would do yoga too, but um, no matter what, we have programs and classes. Our rec department is incredibly amazing. I'm continuously wowed by them and how much they offer and every department really we offer so many things for our residents i think that's another takeaway from the podcast as a whole that i think i've learned and i hope our listeners have learned a little bit about some of the offerings they may not have known about like the fire department will come out and do a fireplace inspection for you for free you just have to call timing (laughs) yes we're about to start fireplaces now right (laughs) yes yeah you just have to call the fire department and schedule a, a fireplace inspection so there's a lot of things like that that are out there that are services the municipality offers that are available to any resident um and i th- hope that we've been able to educate some people on some things that are out there and some people may have been able to take advantage of some of those services definitely for sure there are a lot of great services i'm another thing i was impressed by coming from you know somewhere else um was that we have someone solely dedicated to education in the fire department Mm -hmm. and in the police department we have you know community outreach where that is an actual unit that they are dedicated to teaching kids in the schools you know I, i think it's just incredibly amazing that we have those offerings to everyone absolutely and I think for both of those public safety departments, um, you know, the the general idea is that if you teach kids good habits when they're young, not only will they reinforce those with their parents to create a safer environment, but hopefully that goes a long way towards um, preventing you know tragedies that could occur. I worked in a prior community that had a very large fire um, in our downtown business district oh, wow. that took out three buildings, and wow. um, I don't, I'm not sure how it started necessarily there was a large investigation through the county fire department but at any rate um and they weren't real sure but nevertheless like if you can teach kids good fire prevention and good habits then that goes a long way to just not having you know tragic situations occur absolutely no my dad was a an engineer and he taught us fire safety from the time I was two, I think. And I learned so much and I was so fire safety thing. I, I'm glad they're teaching the kids. I'm gonna teach my daughter the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I remember when my kids, um, yeah. you know, came home from school and were like, we have to make a, you know, home evacuation route in case there's a fire. So we had to draw it out on a piece of paper and they're training you, right? Yes, exactly. I love that. I love, I think that's great that they're starting young. They're teaching them to call 911. And mm-hmm. I mean, kids are actually making a difference by calling 911 themselves sometimes mm-hmm. too. I love that. So Absolutely. I love it. 
So we had some repeat guests, aside from you being a guest, I think three times as co-host and speaker of the topic, um, from the comprehensive plan to filling a commissioner's seat to what was the other one? Uh, we talked about how development projects get Yes, approved. that's right. You, you spoke on that one as well. Um, but we had a three-time guest, and that was... Rudy Sukel, Public Works Director. Yes, and he talked about leaves, he talked about snow removal, and he talked about stormwaters and sewers. All of which, those are repeating topics every year, so you can go back and listen, and they're probably pretty much still good. Yeah, and really three of the essential services that yes. any local government provides is making sure we have clean, safe, and passable streets for all of our users, whether it's people driving, people you know walking, people biking, whatever it is, we want to make sure we have um, you know ways to get through the community that are safe and are clear. Definitely. Again, talking about being wowed by our departments, I have been so wowed by um, the public public works and how they clear the streets. Mm. You know, when the snow and the winter and all of that, I'm always wowed to see how much they do with that. So, and the leaf collection, the on street leaf collection, that blew my mind because that's amazing to have. We're one of the only communities yes. that does that. Our neighbors to the south make their residents put their leaves in bags and collect the bags but you know, our residents just have to rake them out to the curb and we come by and pick them up so it's definitely a unique mount lebanon service that not many other people offer yes i love that and we also had several two-time guests and they were andrew mccreary and he talked all about the budget and all about numbers and then we also had eric milliron who talked about Uptown Unveiled and Summer Fun. Both of his were on the top 10 list. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew, I'm assuming we'll be back on the podcast soon because we're getting into budget season. So yes. we'll probably have an upcoming episode when we get into season two of Inside Lebo talking about the upcoming budget season. Absolutely. And one final two-time guest was Corporal Jeff Kite, who talked about police community outreach unit and back to school safety and all of, all of that goodness. Yes. And we also tackled some other topics like emergency management, pool permits, the new municipal website, the municipal resource guide, as well as the community relations board uh, does mediation for people. Another one of those services that um, you know people may not know about, but it's a good way to help kind of solve neighborhood disputes on a, a, a local level. Um, you know, if there's neighbors that are having a disagreement about something, we have a service that we offer. We have trained mediators on our community relations board that can kind of get people in a room and just sit down and try and talk through things so that you know our neighbors can be more neighborly and don't have to uh, live in animosity with the people people that live next to them. Uh, That's a very great, important service to have for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about for season one? Um, that's a great question. I, you know, I, as I said earlier, I'm just continually amazed. You know, 2,000 downloads. We did 27 episodes. That people want to listen to what we have to talk about. And municipal government isn't always the most interesting topic in the world, in the world of podcasts, especially when there's a lot of other uh, offerings out there. So thank you to everyone who has listened to us and um, you know watched on YouTube, shared stuff, liked on Facebook, submitted comments all that we, we really appreciate it and hopefully we've been able to be entertaining and informative and hopefully our next season can be even better yes absolutely well as always this edition of inside lebo was produced by carrie Monyo with music by drew Monyo and graphics by chris leeper and we'll be back for another season of inside lebo coming soon so stay tuned and we'll leave you with this one of our favorite quotes from this past year when we talked about leaf collection with public works director rudy sukel 
So Rudy, one final question for you. Um, this might be a bit of a challenge, but what's your favorite color of leaves? Uh, the color of compost once they're all picked up and the season's over and we have the equipment put away. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Inside Lebo, produced by Mount Lebanon's Public Information Office. Learn more about all things Lebo at mountlebanon.org or by following our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages.